Hi, this is the Holes of V Mark show and today I'm talking to Shauna Summers and Victoria Osborne from Geeks Paranormal, a fun yet honest paranormal team that knows how to be serious and when to have fun, headed by two sassy, funny, capable women who spread light into the paranormal by seeking the face side of the darkness and the serious side of investigation. Hi ladies, how are you today? Now, have you had any paranormal experiences yourselves? Oh, yes. Yes, quite a few. <laughs> we are actually paranormal investigators. Yes, so. we do uh, We do the podcast, but our first passion is investigation. So we do actually do investigations ourselves. Uh-huh. And we each have had, like, you know, personal experiences. Personal experiences in the paranormal. In fact, I still have an entity that lives in my house. Well... Is it living? Lives in my house? I don't think it would be living. No, probably not. More like uh, uh, existing. <laughs> not paying rent. <laughs> <laughs> and um, we have a entity that comes into this room quite often. Yep. So, and then there is an entity in Shauna's house. Yep. So, yeah. All around. Entities. All around. Do they speak to you? Sometimes. They do cause trouble, that's for sure. Um, I haven't really set up any kind of EVP sessions in my home. Um, I I have three kids, and at the time that I first recognized the entity, um, the middle boy was a little on the scaredy side, and the older boy has always been on the scaredy side. So. Yeah. And then I have a four-year-old little girl, so she was just a baby at the time, and even though I want to do it one day, I'm just, I'm waiting. I've accidentally caught an EVP on mine. Yep, she did, um, sending it to me. Yeah, so I was like, what? <laughs> and um, I've caught some video evidence of the entity playing with our kittens once at my house. Oh, you know what? There was a chance because there was a time that I was doing an editing for a commercial to go on a radio show here in town for Braxton's group. And Justin was doing the, of course, the low growl thing. Uh-huh. Justin is her husband. Is my husband. And we <laughs> caught a growl over the recording. That's what I thought like, I caught on the one that you sent me, too. With the really? Growl. growl? Yeah. Huh. And, and a ha or a high. Maybe that's why I don't want to do it subconsciously. I'm always saying, nope. <laughs> nope, not going to do the house. <laughs> Just going to get the sage out, that's all. <laughs> How do you go about your but investigations? We, um, our investigations, we always ask permission first, always. We never just go to a property and, and trespass or do anything illegal. Um, a lot of paperwork that's A involved. lot of paperwork because once we get the permission, then we have our insurance paperwork that we're signing off on. We have uh, paperwork with the client that we're signing off on. Um liability, all that other kind of stuff. And then we have, of course, the paperwork of the investigation that I have them fill out afterwards. Um, And then there's the long, lengthy process of review and getting all the evidence together and watching the hours worth of video. We set up um, several cameras all over the place. um, And then we each have our own, like, 
digital digital camera voice or recorder. not camera but voice recorder we wish we had a digital camera right we're still working on getting the night camera equipment but we we have what one now right um we have two? one movable night vision camera that um, and we use a lot of stills we have a lot of static cameras but we have we're in the process of getting another dvr to set up four more cameras somewhere more cords because oh my gosh like some of the places uh, we've been to, uh, like a hospital that's close by, it's like seven stories, and we don't even have enough cord to reach down the hallway, much less seven right, stories. Right, right. <laughs> that would be when um, portable cameras would come in handy, yes, too. When, yes. it, you're trying to run cords to all these different cameras and stuff. It's ridiculous. more IVR lights and, and more you're, And you're walking around in the dark, because we don't have lights on, so we're walking around in the dark, and you kind of have to memorize where the cords <laughs> where are, at. or you're getting a lot of bleep. And they have low-hanging ears. <laughs> you, you might not hit them, but I will hit them. <laughs> no, I probably won't. I'll probably <laughs> sew it right under them. No problem. And I go, bam, oh, Sean just hit another heater. <laughs> mark that in the recording. <laughs> so we always mark anywhere we walk. If we start walking, we mark. If we start talking, we mark. If we sneeze if or we cough. Accidentally talking audibly and we whisper we mark it yeah. so and then when we're doing the reviews in the investigation we throw out so much stuff because if in doubt throw it out yeah yeah always so it's hours and hours and hours of review and, and we, several eyes looking at stuff and several ears oh listening gosh, to yes. stuff and we always take pride in being totally thorough in everything we do so it takes a long time yeah. to get anything done uh one of the locations we did uh south from here took us seven months to get it completed oh and just the review were, part yeah, yeah just the review part i still don't have the oh. show ready yet. yeah <laughs> it's been two years almost <laughs> but there was so much at that place oh though. so much at that place and so then, not only like that we have full-time jobs we have right. families and we do the history of it but only after, like, Shauna will get a brief history before going in, but yes. I won't get any of it. And then after I've gone in and marked what I thought or felt or vibed out, then I would go back and, like, do a full history on it. And I try to go as far back as I possibly can. Like, I can kind of be a little anal about it. We can not already go that far. Yeah, I'm like but... in the 1800s, and I'm like, I don't know. And she's like, um. But, yeah, we, uh, I don't ever let, um, I have her and uh, another up-and-coming sensitive. Uh, she's still learning her stuff. Um, I bet I don't tell anything to you, but, hey, we're going to this location. Be prepared to walk through it when we get there. And then I'll get the short-term history of the location before we actually make it out to the property, so I know at least what's going on. <laughs> but we try to do that to keep everything as authentic as possible. How long have you been doing your podcast? How long have you been doing your podcast for? Um, that is actually really new to us. We started that April twenty fifth of this year. Yes, and, and it's been on a oh flying. I mean, it's, it's been a roller coaster like, ever since. Because yeah. when it comes to the podcast and getting, uh, Vicky goes out and gets our our people, and we kind of send it out to the group of the places that we want to research for Geek Search, and 
then we get work as a team to get everything all together and ready and prepared. And then in that time, I'm editing and getting stuff done and, and trying to get flyers ready and commercials ready. And then yeah, and I'm, re- I'm writing up the history of it and like putting because the team, they, they write out little outlines for me and I compile their outlines plus whatever research I've done on top of it to give us the best story and the best angles. And so I'm doing that while she's doing, you know, what she just said. And we're still trying to juggle and figure out how to get that along with investigations right. together. <laughs> well, yeah, we're still working out the kinks on a lot of it too. Cause we've had a few oh, yeah, things a lot of here kinks. and there, but I mean, I think, from where we started to where we are now, it's just been a blur of amazement. Amazement, success that I wasn't even really prepared for. We were just shocked at how, how well we have done, gotten done so far. Yeah. So, you know, praying that the good Lord lets us keep, keep going in our successful climb on our ladder. (laughs) But we give all the glory to God. I mean, we're, yeah, all the way, so we're going to keep it humble and not be too prideful on anything. What do you think spirits are? Oh, that's a good question. We don't ever got that question before. What do we think spirits are? Um, well, it depends on, like, I think there's multiple things. They could be, you know, and it also depends on your religious views. We are a very yeah. non-judgmental team. We believe that everybody has a right to think and believe the way they want so but in i believe i believe in jesus christ my lord and savior so and i lean towards that i do also believe in other things but as far as spirits go there i believe that our souls are eternal like we always have been and always will be um we temporarily take residence in a fleshy body but when we pass away our souls leave that body and they remain until judgment day and they can go where they want as far as if they've lived a basic life, good life, if they can go pretty much where they want. I also believe that there's some spirits that return in other fleshy bodies um, to try again. And some, you know, hang out here with their loved ones or hang out at locations or some might even not even know that they're dead yet. And then, of course, there's some entities that are not have never been human that are demonic or angelic that are out there and you know i'm not my mind's not closed off to the possibility of other things that we have not considered yeah i mean there's just i I always want to believe that the spirit is the loved one that's passed on and and that, we that's who I'm to, speaking yeah, to. I always and, want to believe that. Yeah. But <laughs> of course. I know sometimes it could be a, a demonic being mm-hmm. actually playing with my mind or my emotions making right. me emotional. But there's a just never never give it permission to get into a doll. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. I watched Annabelle. Yeah, no. <laughs> I have a, I I think that our ability to um tap into the paranormal and cryptids and UFOs comes from early man because early man had to be perceptive to the environment he came in. I think bits of that are still in our in us, and that's what, how we were able to tap it in. Yeah, 
that's actually a really, really good theory, and yeah. I kind of like it. I um, it does remind me of, there's like, back in the history, prehistorical history, there was a group of people that are extinct now. Um, I believe that some of them evolved, so they're not like totally extinct. I believe they evolved. But at the time, these prehistorical people, every generation, their head grew larger because they had all the memories of their ancestors in their head. That's why they become extinct, because eventually they came to the point where, obviously, they couldn't um, give birth anymore, and it was, and they died out, um, but, so, I, I believe that there's some aspect of where we know, like, our genetic lines, we just don't know how to access that information quite, I mean, we are only just using about 10% of our brains, yeah, unfortunately, you know, some of us (laughs) might be using less, but, (laughs) for the most part, (laughs) Do you have, do you research ley lines where you are? Yes, yes we also, we yes. do believe in ley lines. In fact, our, one of our past investigations um, was nearby ley lines. Oh. And actually, it was kind of weird how that worked out because I don't want to give too much away because it's up in our upcoming show. But I will say it this way. There is a pattern of something that people would recognize that was literally all the way around this place, and it, that place was dead center of, of that pattern. Yeah. And you can see it in our commercial that we have on um, www.youtube.com forward slash Geeks Paranormal. Are you still there? Yes, yeah. he's still there. I'm sorry. That was my fault. <laughs> I was like, could you hear us? <laughs> okay. Can stop fiddling with stuff? I'm trying to get it to work. <laughs> so, but if they go there, they could check out our commercial for, what did we call it? Collinsville. Yeah, Collinsville. I didn't know if we had a special name for it, but yeah. And you could you can kind of see where we're hinting on what those, what that pattern is that was around that building. But we actually just did a historical piece the other day, um, ancient... Ram in uh, where did not want us to do that. No, we we had to try several times to get it. But the the history of that place is actually actually it's on two major yeah. ley lines, and one of them ran all the way to the Stone Hedge. Mm-hmm. So I think I might know that yeah, one. That was it's a bit close to me. I'm sorry. I said I might know that one because it's a bit closer to me. Yeah. 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 So I mean that can also be viewed. Pretty soon, I think it'll be up. Um, or... Yes, it'll be not um, next week because next week is our other Vinny show, Vineyard. Vinny Vineyard show. It'll be the week after that. Yeah. So. Oh. So oh. yeah. Okay. <laughs> no. Or did we do it live? We did it live. Oh, <laughs> we don't know what we're doing. <laughs> no, we have no clue. Did you find when you did research on ley lines that you also found stories to do with cryptids and UFOs as well? Well, actually, we have our own little UFO story. Yeah, Yeah, go for it. Go for it, young ladies. I like UFOs. (laughs) This just happened, like, what? What's today? Friday, Saturday? Just Thursday. Just past Thursday. We went to go see a ballet in Tulsa. Which was Um, amazing. It was Um, awesome. Dracula. And on our way home, it was like 10 o'clock at night. We were coming through the outskirts of the city, and I saw a blue light in a cloud. And 
I thought at first it was one of those, like, spotlight beams that try to lure you to where the location's at. But I didn't see a stream come down off of it. And And it was completely not neurotic. I mean, it was not following a pattern at all. No, it would go straight and then jerk to the right. And then it would go straight again and and then then jerk to the left. Or, or like, completely go back around Uh, and just, like, there was... And I'm like, what is that? Is that a jet? Then I thought, you know, maybe it was a plane because there's an airport nearby. But but the way it jerked so fast to the right and so fast to the left and then forward, there was no possible way that was a plane. No way. And it was, like... it was round and circular. Yeah, it was round and circular, and then it took distance. off in the distance to the left, which is way away from where any spotlight would be. Right. So I was like, we were following did I just for several miles. See what I thought I saw, and I was trying to get my camera, my video camera out, but I'm driving. <laughs> and I was my my phone was like at like three percent battery, so, so it was like, like not gonna open How up are anything, we gonna even? So. But then it started getting smaller, so it looked like it was like rising up out of the yeah the atmosphere. It was just and wow. Boom, boom! It was gone, and there was nothing left. Yeah, there was nothing so. left. I sat there and tried to find that thing forever, and I'm like, I yeah. I it could have been something in the sky that we don't know about. But I honestly think it was. It was an unidentified flying object. Sorry, I did not see how any kind of aircraft could do what that was doing. No, no, no. Way. And the blue, and it was, it was a blue light, and it was, it was a blue a circular cir- oval. A, well, it was more circular, oval. Ob- oval shaped kind of thing. And yeah, it was kind of cool to watch. It though. was cool. Like, I think I was like, wait. What? Like, <laughs> no way, because my up, other experience, I've had two other experiences, one when I was a child, and one when, um, 10 years ago when I was living in Florida, um, the one when I was a child, I was actually on the back deck in Alabama, and I was looking up at the stars, and I saw this one really bright one that was just still. It wasn't moving or doing anything. And I was like, well, that's a really pretty star. So I was sitting there just watching it forever. I think I was about six or seven maybe eight I don't remember I was young mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden it kind of moved forward a little bit and then took off and I was like Ugh. and I what? went <laughs> what just I happened like, oh that wasn't a star <laughs> <laughs> well it's like the other you know couple months back when I was coming home from taking care of a private duty client and all of a sudden I looked up into the sky and I have pictures of it and there's like this beam of light that went straight down and it was like completely square and there's no way where I was at because it was like fields there's no way that there could have been anything else like anything earthly and it was just crazy so I took a picture I even like pulled over to the side because I rolled down my window because I thought well maybe it was something on my window and no it was Still in the sky. Well, it was so different from the one in Florida, because the one in Florida, there were orange lights. They weren't blue. Right. And they stood still. They weren't moving. Well, yeah. It was well, like they were communicating with each other. Maybe. one would pop up, and then they'd go maybe down. Maybe they advanced and then the a little would since come you were up. seven. <laughs> you know, we, we've advanced since you were seven. Maybe they did, too. Oh, I'm talking about when I was in Destin. Oh. Oh, ten years ago. <laughs> but still, maybe they've yeah. advanced a little since then. They decided to go with decided blue to work instead of work with different orange. colors. <laughs> I can't wait to see the fuchsia colored alien. Oh, that would be awesome. <laughs> now, where, where you live? Do you, where you live? Do you also see know of cryptid creatures? Because I started in the world of cryptozoology. 
And uh, I used to study Bigfoot and British Bigfoot. You may not have heard of British Bigfoot, which is known as Wild Man. Well, I've never had any experience with um, Bigfoot or anything like that. But I, like I said, I'm very open-minded and to the possibility. Yeah. I think I think there's a lot of um, fake news about, about it. Don't get me wrong on that. But I still think there's a lot of actual accounts of people finding finding something or, something or you know so i mean but, who knows i mean obviously if, if they are out there then they're very well hidden and they're you know and they know how to stay they hidden. know how to stay hidden and kudos to them yeah you know because social media would be just all, all over, over things. <laughs> all run big foot run, run. <laughs> <laughs> but i mean like but i'm still very open-minded to the fact I would love to be like having that experience oh yeah you know see it I think more of our passion leaned towards the unseen um, yeah the entities the entities the, that you know the paranormal part on our end is the more the the ghost the things like that oh not but, saying we would never do anything that involves UFO we really would love oh, to have a couple of people that we've actually seen talk about UFOs oh gosh yeah and then like our show is, you know, exploring the paranormal. So yeah. anything at all, anything, you know, yeah, anything related paranormal. to paranormal, we're, we're going to want to be interested in stuff. But I, unfortunately, I just don't have enough knowledge myself on... No, unfortunately, I don't either. ...on Bigfoot and those kind of things. And I do have several friends yeah. out there... We have a lot of friends that are... <laughs> ...experts, you know, or that's their main passion to learn more about it and stuff. So... We'll we'll see. Hopefully, we'll run into a Bigfoot someday. Well, maybe not run into them. That would him. be bad. I don't know. I don't know. He could I be kind of ornery about us hitting him. I, don't. <laughs> I can't run that fast. <laughs> have you ever talked to people know. that have had an NDE experience like myself? A what? Uh, say that again. I'm sorry. Have you, have you ever talked to people like myself that have had a near-death experience? Oh, yes. Uh, I have. I've actually died. Yeah. I actually died when I was five, and I've had several near-death near experiences since then. So, um, yeah, it's very yeah. interesting to, <laughs> to talk to um, people such as yourself because it's like if something like that happens, a new kind of sense comes upon them or mm -hmm. um, they, they have another kind of memory in their mind of, of somebody else or I mean just so many possibilities right. that happen with I mean I have a cousin that was near death um she had a, a brain aneurysm I think it was mm -hmm. she, but she was a baby she was only like five or six yeah, it's harder when you're younger like when I was five yeah. I, when I was five I, I flatlined and came back and I don't know if that's why I have the gifts I have or if I had gifts before. I think I, I recall my mom saying that I saw or my grandmother like when I was three. So that means that I would have had gifts before. Plus my ancestry. Yeah. My ancestry is from like the Salem witch trial. Yeah. And um, but so well, it's like Haley, my cousin, and she might grill me later for talking about her, but she <laughs> might say I love you. Um, but her experience, she swears to this day that she sat on Jesus's lap and he coddled her and told her she well, would be okay. That sounds like that sounds quite a bit like the story I told you the other day. Remember mm -hmm. when I was seven? Um, yeah. I was kind of having a rough childhood, like 
kind of. <laughs> I had a horrible childhood, to be honest. But when I was seven, I attempted suicide. I was, you know, at a seven-year-old year mind capacity, I tried to smother myself with a pillow, and which doesn't work, <laughs> which, you know, <laughs> thank goodness for that. Um, but I, I believe I was visited by an angel who, and I, it was like a vision, and I saw, like, the cloud separating away and forming down, like, a staircase, and I remember seeing people on each side. Some of them were staring in awe, and some of them were, like, literally gnawing their teeth and, like, hiding their eyes and, you know, creeping and getting them scared, and there was angels everywhere looking down, and this angel basically took my hand, and I remember the feet weren't touching. That was, like, such a major thing for me as a kid. I remember the feet wasn't touching the ground. I was like, whoa. And I remember that they were super tall, but then again, I was itty-bitty. So I remember going up, up into this place. And I don't remember a lot of details about it, but I remember the sense of sitting on somebody's lap and being comforted. And so the only thing I can imagine that had to been was God or Jesus. So yeah, she was, and I was. That happened when I was seven. I should tell you about mine. Basically, I was in a coma, sure. coma some years ago because I had a blood sugar level at the time when he read it of one two four, which is like near dead. And basically, I was rushed from ED straight to ICU, where I spent three weeks in induced coma. And whilst I was in the coma, I heard a woman's voice I never heard before or since telling me to wake up. And I had an overwhelming f- feeling to wake up. I seriously believe this is my guardian angel or spirit guide. And I also, when I was in my coma, I was neither in the real world or the other realm. That's why I like to call myself AKA Ghostman. Oh, wow. Nice. That, wow. That gave me kind of chills. Yeah, it did. Me too, because it was almost kind of like the same story my cousin told me. Because he died in Las Vegas on the table. And he said that whenever he got, he was like out of his body and he could see himself on the table. But there was nowhere else for him to go. But he kind of had this urgency that he needed to hurry up and get back into his body. Or go somewhere else. That reminds me of the story that I told. That's, wow. Like, I literally just was telling you that story the other day about my, when I felt like the demons were taking my body away. Oh, yeah, you're astral projecting. Yeah, because I've astral projected several times now, but not on purpose, never on purpose. In fact, when I try to astral project on purpose, I mostly just fart. (laughs) 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 She's trying too hard. Pushing the wrong direction, I don't know. But, oh, my but like I've done it on accident several times. And one time, um, and I don't even know if I asked for projected or if they actually just snatched me away from myself because I was in this building that was very demonic, very, very evil type of uh, atmosphere. And I remember like being had sleep paralysis because something kept trying to, you know grab me and stay on me and stuff and or I could hear him at my feet like with this wicked evil laughter and at one point I looked back and they were like taking me away from my body and I just had this I just had this knowing that if I couldn't see my body anymore I wasn't gonna be able to return and so I called in the name of Jesus and all of a sudden there was a bright light brighter than I've ever seen any light be but didn't hurt my eyes and I was returned to my body that's the 
cliff note version of it. <laughs> do you believe that? I mean, all these people that we've had this experience, do you think that we're interlinked in some direction? Because I believe we are. I believe all of our souls, whether we've had those experiences or not, are somehow linked together. Um, we just don't always know. You know what, though? I think up, there may yeah. be a, a more powerful link between you guys, though. Oh, absolutely. the energy, the psychic energy okay. that is there. Well, because now our eyes are open. Yeah. You know, if you've not had those experiences, um, you your eyes might not be totally open, so you don't see in the links as well. But I believe the, those of us that have had those experiences, our eyes are a little bit more open. I'm not saying that there's people out there that didn't you know that you have to die to have a gift oh, I'm, not yeah, saying no. that. I'm saying that you know those of us that have died or have had near-death experiences we it's a different kind of eye-opening yeah. revelation i believe that when we did it we touched us our own version of heaven or hell i don't believe there is a set heaven or hell i believe we have our own version that we go to you know, I wouldn't doubt that because, like, what what would make me happy might not make you happy. Like, you know, some guy, you know, his his whole happiness is sitting by, you know, a pond and fishing. Well, I wouldn't be happy with that. So I, I, I can see that being, you know, everybody's heaven being, you know. That reminds their own me reality. of What Dreams May Come. I my love that movie. Oh, my ever. gosh. Yes. And, you know, I, I, I would hope. I would that's hope that that's is. the kind of heaven that, you know, because everybody got to experience their their, their, bliss, own, their own bliss, you know. But then they can still interact with the yeah. people that they love. And, you know, yeah. I don't, only God knows for sure. And one day we'll see it. Yeah. But, you know. One day. Please, God, not anytime soon. <laughs> uh, now, just, as you I know, and I know, there is a, such a thing as an exorcist. Ex to this department uh-huh. in the Vatican. So therefore they believe in demons and yes. evil spirits. Well, but they don't like to admit as such there is ghosts because they seem to be a bit hesitant on that department. Uh, Although the Bible mentions ghosts quite a lot. But what do you think? Oh, I think there's ghosts. I think there's demons. I think there's... Um, there's many possibilities of all kinds of entities in this world. Um, it would be egotistical to really think that we are the only things here. Right. And and just because we can't see something doesn't mean it's not, it's not true. There. I mean, we I mean, can't see air, but no. we clearly breathe it. So Clearly. Uh, uh, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> no pun intended. Um, but the, the fact is, I mean, I don't think any of us know 100%... What everything is that's out there, and anybody that thinks that they do is, you know, going to get it. Are basically is in for a big shock. Yeah, because definitely. I think there's probably things out there that we've never ever even considered. Probably not, but I. We have somebody on our chat that thinks that um, the entities that we see is actually UFOs. Yeah, that's actually actually kind of invisible aliens that pretend to be family and stuff. So I mean. Like I said, we don't judge. Nope. People could believe what they want. Um, 
And until we all get there, no, none of us are going to really know 100% for sure. And that's why we're in this field, really, yeah. is to, to prove what we can't see. Yep. To what? do what we can to prove that there is something there. Well, I like to I use a theory that I put out there just for debate. It's only debate, so don't be offended. Oh, no. Okay. Uh, Are you ready fine. for this? God, sure. God is schizophrenic. You know, I bet you he's up there, and when he, well, some of us do something down here, he is laughing so bad and then talking to himself at the same time. <laughs> right? Um, no, I I can see that happening. I actually, I actually have a kind of a funny story about you know my religion, about God, and you know just starting to get to know God and stuff. And so I kind of was testing my faith, like testing him. And testing him. It was like, I remember it was a Sunday and I had to be somewhere on a Tuesday and I was up in Michigan and it was like a blizzard out. It was like, you know, I was living out in the, you know, BFE and I was like, okay, God, let's test this out. I need a car and I need a car by Tuesday. That's what I literally, that's what I said to him. I didn't say what kind of car or anything else. So God being, you know, I believe that he's a little bit of a prankster. I did get a car by Tuesday. I absolutely did. Somebody out. gave me a car that had no floorboard, <laughs> none whatsoever. Like, you you looked down, and there was ground. And um, it didn't run <laughs> at all, <laughs> not even a little bit. <laughs> but I did I did get exactly what I asked for, a car, and a car by Tuesday. <laughs> so I was like, yep, thank you, Lord, for the car. Next time, I, just I get one that's run. running. <laughs> Thank you. Yep. Do you? Do you? Do you, do you um, I know. You, do you watch programs like um, the uh, Highway to Heaven and um, Touched by an Angel? Um, I like those programs. Touched by an Angel. Yeah. The Ghost Whisperer. The Ghost Whisperer. Yeah. I, I mean, I remember those. Those Highway to Heaven and yeah. Touched by an Angel. Those were um, oh, back were when so I childhood. Was, yeah. My I mom was, would watch them, and yeah. I would sit there with her and watch. They were some good shows. I really they liked were. them. And. You know, the concepts that they had or the moral story behind it. And, mm -hmm. you know, but back then, they a lot of the shows had moral stories. Yeah. Now it's just whatever. Yeah. Good, bad, ugly. It's just whatever. What, what do you think of political correctness? Because I think it's taking over the world. Oh, good Lord. Snowflakes. Um. <laughs> I don't mind because... I believe... Because I, huh? I, I got this because I, I, I don't like political correctness because I think it's gone too far. Because way too far. Way too because far. I'm, I'm not going to say the word, but the N and N's an R word. I'm, I'm, right. not, say, I'm not saying right. it, but it, it's used as an empowerment word. I can understand that, but if so, if I was to use the word, it'd be offensive. Oh yeah. So I can't understand that. Yeah, that's the bit I can't understand. You know, perhaps it's just me. I can't. Well, it's just like the C word, the S and the R word for us, and we you mean get a cracker. Yeah, I don't mind being called a cracker. I don't mind either. But I don't I'm care. Not, I'm not salty. I'm not square and salty, and you know, made out of bread. But, but no, hey, whatever. I might be a little a salty though. I'm just though. proving a point. I'm just <laughs> saying you don't hear us sit there and go, dude. 
I'm really offended that she called me. But there is people that out there that (laughs) do get offended by that. There's people out there that would literally get offended by your hair color. Yeah. I mean, you're not going to play. The problem is the political party wants to please everybody. And if they had any sense of mind, of brain, they'll know they're not going to please everybody. Well, and then, you know, people getting offended. I'm offended by the word him or her. Come on. Oh, there's this one woman that was offended by the word woman. She didn't want to be called woman because it had man in the word. Yeah, well. And I was like, really? Female has really? male in the world, so who cares? Well, that's what like, the, yeah. I told her. said, well, female has male in the world. She was talking about that either. Well, what do you want to be called? She goes, I'm a person. And I'm like, oh, my God. Well, right? I mean, <laughs> like, people are fine just looking for things to get offended I think by. they're actually looking for a way to get famous and rich off of a quick buck, honestly. You know, yeah. I'm going to be offensive, and I'm going to make a statement and, and say everything offends me because, look, now I'm getting famous over it. Yeah. And now I'm going to get some money in my pocket because I'm you know, suing them. And Just like that girl that got famous for saying, catch me outside. Like, really? I don't even know that one, so... <laughs> you know, uh, people are getting famous now for being stupid, stupid and for stupid. being jerks. Yep. And it's, it's sad that that's where we're at now in society. We actually have a saying on our videos saying that if you're not offended yet, just wait. We'll get to we'll you. We'll get to you. <laughs> don't I like worry. that. I like we that. We will get to you. I like that. <laughs> so, because we speak our minds. There's nothing wrong with we that. we have our little moments where we rant and... I think we need rants. I think we need to discuss things because I I recently put a um a thing on line about women's incontinence because my wife suffers from it because she had to, when she was in hospital she had to have a um the um tube plant put inside of her to um make sure she went wee but after that she had severe incontinence and she has to use pads. And I said to my wife, it's very much a taboo subject that people don't like talking about. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of subjects that people don't like talking about. That's like human stuff. Yeah, it's like you know? it's something that's going to happen. You can't help it. You can't stop it. So, I mean, you just got to I mean, try to hide it. Right. You know, I mean, back in the, you got to think about it, back in the 50s, they wouldn't even, in a TV oh. show, they wouldn't show a bathroom at all. Like, no. it was, you you couldn't say the word pregnant. I mean, because it was offensive to somebody. And it's like, this this is human stuff. Yeah. Human. This is stuff that happens you know, on a daily basis. You're going to know about it. the bathroom. I mean, everybody goes to the bathroom. Well, it's like farting. Yeah, everybody farts. <laughs> everybody farts. I mean, burps, but yes, everybody acts. I don't try to do but, it in front of people because if it stinks really bad, I don't want to be. Well, you know, but, everybody, <laughs> but people get weird about human stuff. Oh, yeah. But then they're totally embracing this stuff that's like. Retarded. Absolutely <laughs> retarded. And absolutely just out there and like, you know. Why are you embracing all this stuff, but you want to skip over just normal human stuff? Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, I don't want to talk about what, and, you know, and I'm sorry, but leaky bladder happens. Yeah. That's part of being human. I hate that she has to go through that. I I hate that she has to go through that, too, and probably the embarrassment behind it, but... And unfortunately, it happens, and people should just, you know, realize that, you know, she's just the same beautiful, wonderful person that yeah, she was don't before be that her person. bladder was leaking. Oh, no, that's why that's right. I brought it up, because I think it's important that people know that these it's just a normal thing. You can't be helped. Yeah, 
Yeah. No. And if you're that person who wants to make fun of it, then you're a jerk and you well, just and don't karma, deserve and, our time. You know, Sorry. and karma will bite you yep. on the Uh, Do you think that we become immune to death? No. No, I think I I think people look at death the wrong way, though. In a lot of ways, I think they either want to embrace it for the sadistic part of it, or they want to fear it. And I don't think it should be. I don't think it is the end. I think it's just another stage in our souls. Yeah, it's another stage that you can just learn to embrace once you get to that point. I mean, because honestly, you can't like, stop it. You right, can't yeah, prevent like, it. Don't be, don't be so quick to jump into it, but no, don't be afraid don't of it be. either. Live your life. And then I feel like, honestly, I feel like only God controls who lives or who dies. And because... You know, and I think Shauna has a different view on that, but that's fine. She has that right. But, like, I don't feel like – I feel like if it's your time to go, then you will go. If it's not, then you won't. So, like, if you're jumping out of a plane and it's not your time to go, you're going to land fine. But if you jump out of a plane and it is your time to go, splat. But you could also have that same timing while you're laying in bed sleeping. Well – when you go to the point of like embracing death, like those are suicide. I don't believe God chooses to have somebody commit suicide. I um, don't believe, but I know where you're coming from on that. Um, but suicide to me is a very selfish, and I mean I can understand. But there's a saying that I saw out there that says suicide is not a means to an end. It's a means to a never a never new beginning or something like that. Now, her and I have opposite views on suicide. Um, me being a person that have have had several attempts at suicide, I can tell you this. I can tell you straight up: the devil tricks a person's mind into thinking that the world would be better off without them. So that they're actually not always. It's not always a selfish thing for them. They actually have. The feeling that they that the people that they love would be better without them would do better without them, and so they go through that. But also, again, if it's not your time to go, you don't go. And I know that from experience. To talk to the people that love so, them, they won't know anyway. But you know, well, like I said, that's it. also that's also kind of like a closed mind thinking because a person that has dealings with depression or dealings with um, demonic repression or whatever um they don't they're not going to be able to think like that they're not going to be able to take their time to think like that well that's Um, also another religious prospect too because not everybody believes in god or the devil or anything like that so and yeah and those people have no one no like no like if they if they're getting if, if demonic energies are repressing them and telling them that they're worthless and that no one loves them and that they would be better and th- those people would be better off without them and that they're a burden on people, then they don't even have the, the reach out to reach out to a belief to, you know, get that comfort. Well, when you think in that point in time they would reach out to the person they're closer to? Not if they have the, the demons telling them or whatever telling them that these people don't want the, anything to do with well, them. Well, again, you're going back to demons, but if that person but I'm doesn't not have saying, that or belief... Well, honey, just because they don't have the belief doesn't mean that there's not an entity repressing them. Well, that's our belief, of an right. entity repressing well, them. Well, that's what I'm saying. But, but if... To if, keep an open mind about and if it... And if they don't, and if, and if, 
if they don't believe that, but they're still having something keeping repressing them and they don't even know or believe about it. So it's still, but it's still there. It's like, I, you know what I'm but saying? But at that point in time, when you want to go to somebody, I mean, I know in my sadness but, that I've gone okay. through, but I've gone to people that I care about and tell them that, how I feel. Okay. But you, you also don't suffer from mental illness. Well, no, I'm not saying there's that I do, that but those people from, don't know that they suffer from mental people, illness either. There's people that suffer from mental illness. We're just going to have to agree to disagree on that. I have a mental there's, illness. There's a lot more, but yes. there's a lot more to it than what, you know, it's not black and white. It's never black I and white. I never said it was black and white. Well, I, I have a mental illness myself. I have OCD. I've had it for a long time. I get very anxious and... Um, I can come verbally aggressive. Uh, and I have to deal yeah, with it every day. And also, I have a condition called small vessel disease of the brain, which affects my cognitive skills, like memory, speech, stuff like that. And I am... Um, neurological problems uh, affect my ability to walk and things like that. But basically, I always tell people... That you are not the illness, you're the person. Mm-hmm. You got very quiet, ladies. It's like yeah. they're in contemplation. <laughs> What's he on about? He's gone very serious I like, here. I like that though. I do like that though. You're not the illness, you're the person. But like Vicky has said, sometimes the illness don't, you don't, you can't tell the difference. But at the same time, you, uh, seeing from the point of view of the person that loves the person, and experiencing it a different way, then you want to believe that they would have the mindset of knowing that this person loves them enough to at least go to them and say, this is what I'm thinking. You'd want to believe that, yes. I mean, of course. I mean, if, if one of my friends was suffering from mental illness, I would, you know, or some, some something was going on in their life where they were feeling like they needed to... Um, off themselves i would i would hope that they would talk to me i i would hope that i would that they felt comfortable enough to talk to me but me being on the other side of that being the one that's going through it it's you honestly do it 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 can trick your brain. It can trick your brain into thinking that nobody wants to hear your story. Nobody cares enough about you. Even even people that have embraced you and loved you and, you know, took you in. It, when you're in that part of it, some part of your brain can does get tricked into thinking that they're faking it. They don't really care about you. You don't go to them about this. They're just, they're not going to be open-minded about it. They're not going to listen to you. They don't, and, and you're just going to burn them further. Have you got some help lines over there that people... I'm, I'm, I'm sorry to interfere, but I'm just thinking that if anybody's listening and you do need help, have you got help lines over there that people can contact? Or Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, with you me know, being ex-military, we have military lines that we can contact to, um, to get help over there. And you know what? I should look that up. <laughs> sorry to be... I didn't mean to be interfered, ladies. I just thought it was important to oh, bring no, that up. you're fine. You know, actually, you know, and that's the thing. There is lots of suicide hotlines that will help if if the person out there and they're feeling like they're feeling like that no one loves them, no one cares about them, and no one and they're they're thinking about um, you know killing themselves or whatever, and 
and they don't and they are getting their mind tricked because it is a trick of trickery of the mind whether you believe in demons or whether you think it's something else or you know, you put it on yourself or if it's just a chemical imbalance in your brain, there's something that's telling you that nobody cares. But the truth is people do care. People people do love you and, and, and you are not a burden. You. you are not a burden to anybody. And if you think that you're trying to kill yourself because you're trying to spare your friends and family you're just um, more. from the heartbreak or of being around you, that's not true. That's, that is the devil lying to you or whatever it is lying to your mind, lying to your mind, tricking you. But you can call um, 1-800-273-8255. It's available 24 hours a day. That is a national suicide prevention lifeline over here in America. I don't know what the lifelines are. It's, for spe- the, it's the Samaritans over countries. here. It's Samaritans in the uh, UK. Well, for veterans, it's going to be a pretty different hotline. It's 800-273-8255. You can also go to the Veterans National Suicide Prevention Line, and um, they have 24-hour chats. They have uh, support groups. And um, also uh, the clinics, if you're near a veteran clinic, um, anybody would be willing to take you in and speak to you about it. And the bottom line is if, if you think you're thinking that nobody's caring about you, just reach out to them anyway. Just try to reach out to them anyway. Give them that chance. Let them have that chance. Don't just, you know, suicide is a very permanent solution, solution to, to a very temporary fix. problem. Yes, people, um, seek help. If, if you're listening in, please seek help. It's a good best thing to yes. talk to someone. If you, you can talk to someone. It's a problem shared. Yep. Now, to get less serious and get better, uh, <laughs> um, how did you get the name Geek? G E E K. That's her story. <laughs> well, um, when I was forming the group, I wanted to go with something either with, with the acronym of Geeks or with Nerds. And the more I thought about it, the more I knew I wasn't a nerd. And so we went with geeks and then we had a problem with coming up with the words for the acronym of geeks. But, um, after sitting down with several people that was in the beginning group, um, which I only have one of them left now and that's Kelly. Uh, we sat down and we came up with general ectoplasm exposition and knowledge society. And while we're called geeks, we are called geeks paranormal everywhere else because unfortunately I couldn't get geeks as a website. I could only get geeks paranormal. So back in 2012, I put geeks paranormal, and ever since then, everybody's called us geeks paranormal. So, but our radio show is actually called Exploring the Paranormal with, with Geeks Paranormal. Mm-hmm. Confused, you will be. <laughs> If you're not confused yet, just wait. Just wait. <laughs> we will get to you soon. Yes. <laughs> uh, I like the I like the name. Um. I I, I mean, I, we associate geeks uh, with um, American films, obviously, because obviously we see the films. Um, get the, the, the the typical high school is uh, jocks. I believe that's the correct term. Geeks. Um. Science dudes. Well, we- you know, geeks yeah, we, we figure we're geeks in the technology of the field, and I'm a geek in some of the comic book side, uh, and like Star Wars and Star Trek. And I love Star Star Trek. I haven't yet to watch Star Wars, but I'm getting there. Yes, I'm a huge Doctor Who fan. But I've watched 
you know, all the Marvel movies and the DC comics and like all of those. And so, yeah. I'm sorry. What did you say? <laughs> I said I'm a huge Doctor Who fan. I grew up with it. See. Oh my gosh, Doctor, Doctor Who. Doctor Who. Yeah, like, I used to hide behind the sofa. I used to hide behind the sofa when I was a kid when the dialogues came on. Oh, I I don't know too much. I haven't even been able to watch the first episode of this new one yet, so I'm not quite sure about her, <laughs> but. I think it's going to be good. <laughs> well, I don't see the problem because um, the Doctor is an alien, so it can be any species, any sex or species it wants, wants to be. True, but um, like in the most recent ones, well, and all of them, you see how they kind of take on their own personality. And I, every Doctor that I've seen, Chris Epson was my second favorite. The fourth Doctor is my first favorite but then you got the love doctor with david Tennant, and then you got i mean you you have all these new newer doctors and i hate that chris wasn't in more than just the first one but i think he was awesome in opening it back up and then but the more that you get the new one and you watch a couple episodes and then they grow on you and they become like oh it's the doctor yes i love this part but I, I love Doctor Who too. <laughs> well, I, like, I like the theory of time travel because we're, we're, we're time traveling now, aren't we, as such? Sort of, yeah. <laughs> we are because you're in the future, right? Yeah, and you're in the past. <laughs> yeah. yeah, see? People don't think yeah, like that. I've actually met a few people and know a few people, Shauna does too, that believes that they can time travel. Yeah. Um, uh, subconsciously, not like physically go to time travel, no. but like they can, they go. Oh, it'd be cool. cool wouldn't it? Just talk on the doll say, I'll turn up I've today. I've had experiences dreaming. I'm sorry, say that again. I said that'd be cool, wouldn't it? You just turn the doll and say, Yeah, I'll go back to the last week. I'll, I'll make sure I have that yeah. coffee in that queue. <laughs> well, I think it's more uh, the people that I'm. Uh, referring to, including myself, it's more and more of a dream thing. I don't know that I time travel, but I think I've seen things that haven't happened yet in the future. Oh, uh, yeah, that's like you know, I had a buoyant kind of right. Yeah, but I, yeah. I know somebody who believes that he times time actually literally time travels. Um, I think he does it more of a dreamy type or a vision type but he goes he says he can't change anything he can only watch and but he sees things and that's the same thing with my dreams when i see things that haven't happened yet is i can't change anything i can only watch and see things but i see very very small glimpses that sometimes i don't even talk about everything i see because i'm a, i doubt myself a lot she if does. you could go back into time what would you be what would you want to change you've got one chance to go back and change something like, one chance. If I go back in time, I wouldn't. For myself, I wouldn't change anything. If I did, I wouldn't be the person that I am today, and I wouldn't be as strong as I am today. I think well, that all the situation that I've been in has made me the person that is stronger in who I am. It made me into the into a good mother. It's made me a good wife. Um, it's made me a good leader. Uh, I think a lot of, of the stuff that I've had in the past really was the stepping stones into bringing me into where I am today. But see, the thing about it is that if I could go back in time and change some things, 
Um, there is a temptation there, but if I did, how badly would I have changed where I am now? Would I have met Shauna? Would we been would we be here? Or would I it would or be my else? bestie. Oh no. But I mean so I mean I don't really know because like there is some seriously horrible things that's happened in my past that I would love to change and you know make that so it didn't happen but then where would I be now where would the and then people, would I have where would, my babies where would the people would, affected uh, oh, from that be now I mean see, so yeah. it's like I would love I to go know. back into the past and see some of the things that I've read about and some of the buildings that mm. I love so much the architecture to see it brand new right I mean but I think I would love to go back in the past further than my life just for that aspect, yeah. But because I'm afraid, if I change anything, even even if I think I'm doing it for the better, how much worse things could have oh, been, or yeah. whatever. The butterfly but, I mean, effect. Maybe a lot of ticket ticket number back when I was 18 would have been cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll get that modeling job that I would have right? always had back then. You know, or but then I would have actually getting in the army because I tried to go in the army and yeah. you know. No, I wouldn't but, change anything. Like I said, there's so many things that... I survived I, all the stuff that was bad to me. You right, survived. And, right. There's so many things that I would love to change and make different, but I'm afraid of what would happen if I did. Now, ladies, people are listening and they're thinking, where can we find these ladies? Where can we listen to them? Where can we go? <laughs> well, um, you could watch us at uh, youtube.com forward slash geeks paranormal. Right, and we are on para-x.com on Wednesday nights at 8 p.m. Central Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, which would be like, what, 2 in the morning your time, I think? <laughs> yeah, but people can download them, can't they? They can download an episode. Um, yes. Actually, yes, you could go to uh, Spotify or any kind of podcast app. Uh, usually can reach out and just find Exploring. I have noticed that if I just put Exploring the Paranormal, it usually pops up with our little geeky ghosts with You're their right. little Exploring right. hats. And we so, are on Link, Tumblr, uh, we're on Link, Twitter, Tumblr, uh, Instagram. Facebook, I'm yeah. so, there's so many of them. Yeah. I don't even know. We're on all of it, almost. We're, yeah. <laughs> and if we're, if we're not on it yet, we will be. Uh, eventually. Eventually we'll get <laughs> There. Oh, we are um, being launched on a new TV series oh, oh, yes. in January. Yes, that they can subscribe to for a dollar ninety nine, and it's going to be sort of like Netflix, and it is A S A S I A S Y TV Paranormal. I believe the paranormal is in that. Yeah, If you just look up ASITV.com or ASITV, you'll be able to see it. Um, well, it's, it's like it hasn't network. launched yet. It'll no, be launching not. in January. But it still takes you to the website. It's really cool. So, <laughs> um, well, ladies, um, before we sign off... Yeah, we can get more information out there, everybody. Before we sign huh? off, would, I know we'd like to do a unique sign-off. Would you like to do your unique sign-off first? Uh, uh, <laughs> we're drawing a blank here. Uh, <laughs> a unique sign-off. What we would say when we well, say goodbye. Well, we always just say bye. Like wave our hands and you know be silly and crazy. <laughs> now before I do mine in off, I'm going to ask you a question. Would you like a, a British guy from Holsey on your podcast one day? Yes, absolutely, definitely, definitely. Absolutely. definitely. That's our new word. Definitely, <laughs> definitely, absolutely. That would be okay. I, 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 
give me some dates and I should turn up, as they say. Uh, right, um, right. I should do my unique sign off now. Are you ready, ladies? Sure. Yes. Thank you very much for being on my show. It was very nice to talk to you. You know, I like good <laughs> faith that we had a serious and funny chat. I thank you for that. Good night. Goodbye. Thank you very much. Good night. Good night. Goodbye. <laughs>